These days, we're all getting more screen time, which means we're also getting more blue light exposure than ever before. Too much blue light can make your eyes feel tired, dry, or blurry. It can also affect your sleep. Zenni's Blocks lenses help to protect the eyes by keeping harmful blue light out. Because they're virtually clear, add blocks to any Zenni frame for stylish, all-day protection. Get a complete pair of prescription or non-prescription Blocks glasses starting at just $24. Protect your eyes now at zenni.com. Welcome to this week's episode of the Inside Line F1 podcast. So we've just had the Bahrain Grand Prix, which Kunal, I think was quite interesting. There was the racing and then there was the management of the racing. <laughs> the racing was absolutely good and the management, pathetic as ever. <laughs> but before we say anything more, the 1.6 hybrid turbos ended up lapping the circuit faster than the 3-litre V10s. More fuel efficient too. Well done. I know there are lots of brickbats, but on this case, kudos to Formula 1. Woo! The cars apparently touched 340 kilometers per hour in Bahrain. I really wonder what speeds they'll touch in Monza. Wow. Kunal, I wonder if this is why Bernie wants Monza off the calendar. Clearly, he can't handle fast cars. <laughs> I think Bernie just can't handle Formula One. <laughs> yes. So, the bouquets, the two things that really work for Formula One at this moment are first, the three-tire compound rule. I think it's brilliant. It seems fluke to me. And second, the titanium skid plates. <laughs> Max Verstappen is also working for Formula One. <laughs> I can't deny that. But Kunal, if the three compound rule is a saviour, as we all know it is, qualifying also needs a saviour. The FIA and the FOM are ganging up against all the teams. And all of them are ganging up against us, the fans. Yes, that's one point everyone seems to have missed out. And to be honest, the 2015 system is ruled out. It's a big power. Can't believe it. It's a big power struggle and we've seen a good part of Formula 1 possibly go into the history books. And we might now have an aggregate system or we'll be forced to stick to the existing system. Like Jensen Button said, anything is better than the existing system. <laughs> so here's our little view on the qualifying fiasco. Firstly, the elimination system as is sucks big time. Kunal, you can say that again. <laughs> <laughs> I could possibly imagine that an elimination system, which is the hybrid one that we spoke about, might just work. Okay. And the aggregate system, I think it is just not what Formula 1 qualifying is all about. You know, it failed in 2005. But, well, you know, Formula 1 is nothing without failing twice. <laughs> It makes the same mistake twice. Kiran, <laughs> I have the best idea for qualifying formats. Yes. Formula One should just pick chits. <laughs> <laughs> Given how things are going, that's probably what the teams might just agree upon when they meet later this week. <laughs> so back to tyre strategy. It's the one thing that's making Formula One racing fun. But let's admit to one small thing as well. It does make Formula 1 a little confusing to follow. But you know, if I had the option of choosing tyre strategy or fuel strategy, 
I choose tire strategy any day. There is data out there from the practice sessions. Pirelli reveals data as well. Whereas if you see fuel strategy, we almost always ended up guessing fuel limits. And that's not fun. Let's talk about the man of the moment, Nico Rosberg. Congratulations, he finally had his first race win in Bahrain. <laughs> long, long overdue. But I think that's the story of Nico Rosberg, right? Yeah. Long overdue. <laughs> He's had a dream start to his championship campaign with two back-to-back wins. His nearest rivals were almost eliminated on the opening lap itself. <laughs> I'm sure he was looking at his rearview mirrors <laughs> and smirking. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, whenever Rosberg has won this year, it's been when Hamilton has faltered. And this time at both the starts. He still, in my view, hasn't shown an outright pace advantage to Lewis Hamilton. But Nico Rosberg is a champion already, Kunal. So, Nico saved a child from drowning while he was actually out with his own child. Wow. He deserves a clap for that. That definitely makes him some sort of a hero. Yay! And you know what's even better is that Nico Rosberg has sought absolutely no publicity from this incident. Hats off. Absolute hats off. Helmets off. off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for helmets off, he really needs to win the world championship. Please do so. He is racing for his career too, by the way. Interestingly enough, Nico Rosberg has won five races on the trot now. And when a driver usually does that, he does win the world championship. But there is a qualifier to this statistic. So Rosberg's five consecutive wins are spread across 2015, a season he lost. And in 2016, a season that he could still lose. (laughs) Lewis Hamilton. How can we not talk about Lewis Hamilton? So he showed up at the Bahrain Grand Prix dressed up as a sheikh. (laughs) (laughs) I am still surprised or maybe it's just me and I've missed it on social media. I don't know how good his skydiving attempt was. (laughs) I'm sure gravity helped him. (laughs) (laughs) Although his fans might not entirely believe that. (laughs) So 2016 has revealed one thing. Hamilton is bloody good at finishing races, but not starting them. (laughs) But you know, Kunal, just so that Lewis Hamilton can win, I'm sure the FI will be introducing a new starting procedure soon. (laughs) (laughs) So the opening lap incident with Bottas, that was fairly dramatic. But did Bottas actually deserve that penalty? Well, Bottas actually deserved a race ban. I don't know how he got away so lightly. He knocked out the Lewis Hamilton after all. (laughs) But on a more serious note, it was a pure racing incident. Lewis left the gap open. Bota saw it coming. He tried to go for it and they collided. I don't know why the stewards are hell-bent on constantly trying to penalize someone. I'm guessing they're just trying to keep themselves busy now that there's no Pastor Maldonado on track. Interestingly enough, Lewis Hamilton has not won a single race since clinching his world championship. Ouch. And he's 17 points down on Nico Rosberg already. Is that a problem? I'm not sure. But Hamilton is now quoting Muhammad Ali and some fight of his, you know, which we will probably have to Google, (laughs) but not the 80-year-old Formula 1 fans. (laughs) However, I think there's a bigger problem that Lewis Hamilton is going to face. 
and that's on his Snapchat ban. Ouch. So, Bernie Ecclestone has pulled him up for using Snapchat, especially publishing videos. But guess what? Lewis Hamilton being Lewis Hamilton, he's still using it. <laughs> I'm not surprised. And while we are waiting for him to win his fourth title or not, there is very good chance that Lewis will debut in MotoGP fairly soon. Of course, it'll be a test. In all probability, his energy drink sponsor, not Red Bull in this case, will help him get a ride with Yamaha. And Valentino Rossi has already shown interest. Now I know why he was riding that motorbike in New Zealand. It all <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> Sebastian Vettel had a fairly forgettable Bahrain Grand Prix. The one thing he did do right was get a statistic. His first ever DNS. Oops. Ouch. <laughs> Kimi Raikkonen, my favorite Kimi Raikkonen. Yes, yes, he yes. He absolutely loves Bahrain. <laughs> and he proved that yet again. He had his eighth podium appearance here. And this is strange because we've often discussed that with no alcohol on the podium in Bahrain, Kimi has little reason to push for the podium. <laughs> well, the reason why he pushed for the podium and got it this time is because he probably wanted to award you a birthday gift. Ooh, happy birthday to me. <laughs> for those who don't know, 3rd of April was Mithila's happy birthday. Thank you. How many years again? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so moving on. So... So the funny statistic here is that the four podiums that Kimi Raikkonen scored in the last year, three of them were at races where there was no alcohol on the podium. <laughs> Kunal, that is some pretty neat research you've done there. <laughs> I'm sure Kimi is just trying really hard to prove his worth to Formula One. <laughs> so the Ferrari versus Mercedes battle. It seems that Ferrari is developing their car at the cost of reliability. So in Australia and in Bahrain, we saw only one Ferrari car finish. You know, whatever also happened to their fast race starts. Mm, interesting. Fernando Alonso, the question on everyone's mind is, will he be back in action in China? There's been some serious controversy over his medical checkup in Bahrain. Despite all that controversy, I loved the fact that we saw Alonso back to his humorous self. This time, of course, was his banter with former Formula One driver Johnny Herbert, you know. So I love the way that Herbert just thought he could walk into <laughs> Alonso and ask him saying, hey, are you going to retire? Because I think you should retire, you know. I just think Herbert was probably getting a little ahead of himself. These TV pundits, Kunal, they will do anything for sensational footage. You know, that's exactly why we, the inside line, is not on TV. Yet. Yet. <laughs> I just think Herbert has actually gone on an overdrive post that public humiliation to point out flaws in Alonso and why he should retire. I think it's absolutely unwanted. And he went and likened Alonso's crash in Australia to Schumacher's crash in Singapore. I don't know if that probably has pissed Alonso off even more so. <laughs> as long as pissed off Alonso still cracks really good jokes, we don't mind. <laughs> the rookies had a field day in Bahrain. So Verlaine had a fantastic drive to P13. Wow, I am wow. going to clap for him. He actually beat both for Sindhya's and Sauber. Very, very well done. And we cannot not mention Stoffel Van Doorn. He's had a stupendous weekend himself. So, 
He had to rise to the occasion and he did. He out-qualified Jensen Button in the new elimination-based qualifying <laughs> format. And he scored his points on debut. Quite a dream debut. Absolutely. And I'm sure he's reluctant to hand over his keys to Alonso. <laughs> you know, I now even think if McLaren will be reluctant to get Alonso back in the <laughs> cockpit. <laughs> McLaren might not have a good engine this season, but they were a damn good reserve driver, Kunal. <laughs> <laughs> and the next team we are going to talk about is Haas F1 team. Congrats on their first ever racing pit stop. Woo! <laughs> they did a fairly decent job of it. <laughs> and many, many congratulations to the team on P5. 18 points in two races. That's astounding. McLaren, in comparison, have only managed 11 points from 11 races. <laughs> wow. And that man, Romain Grosjean, he did it in Australia and he's done it again in Bahrain. It just went to show that neither his form nor Haas's race pace were fluke. You know, and we all questioned his move to, you know, from Renault to a Haas and little did we know that it was actually a Ferrari after all. <laughs> Question is, should this model be encouraged? Of course, why not? If it can make the grid more competitive... I just think we should give everyone a Mercedes engine. <laughs> I think you said that for like a thousand times and no one's listened to you yet, Kunal. Well, well nobody is listening <laughs> even to the Formula 1 drivers. <laughs> but here's one more thing you should listen to. It seems that a new midfield order is falling in place in Formula 1. Surprisingly enough, the Williams and Force India teams, the guys with the latest spec of Mercedes engines or apparently the latest spec engines, seem to have slowed down and it's Toro Rosso with the older 2015 Ferrari engine and Haas with the latest Ferrari engine who seem to be going quicker. If Haas continues this way and I expect them to do so, they're already saying that they can score points on every Grand Prix weekend this season. I possibly see that a lot of midfield teams are going to protest against the Haas-Ferrari partnership. And if that happens, Mithila and I will be right here to give you our perspective. Till then, here's reminding Mithila yet again on this public platform that we have the Hamilton video to record this weekend. And reminding our viewers to tune in when we do record that. <laughs> Adios.